Welcome to Colorful Conversations about all things home and design. I'm Tasha, the founder of Kaleidoscope Living. I love colorful decor, home decorating, and organizing all the things. And I'm Tia, Tasha's good friend, colleague, and type B counterpart. I know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. And I know from experience that juggling kids, work, and life in general often means your home gets put on the back burner. Together, we bring two unique perspectives for some very fun and colorful conversations. So thanks for joining us. Let's do this. What are we talking about today? Today, you and I are talking about how to prep your house to sell. She forgot like two seconds ago and I really thought she was going to forget again. (laughs) Sorry. Anything could happen, Well honestly. done. Thank yeah. you. Prepping your house to sell. Yes. So, let's not forget, we're going to try to keep this to, sh- to a shorter episode, but I, <laughs> I feel like we, I've gotten a fair amount of questions, like, what did you, what kind of, how were you deciding exactly mm-hmm. what you were going to do, what you were going to change, if anything, before selling? So, I thought I would just share that process with you. Um, Tia can share what they are doing in their house, but also... I'm going to cover the fact that we have decided to sell by owner. Mm-hmm. That is something we have done many times and always had good luck with it. And there's a little kind of, I don't know, trick or I don't know, tip that a lot of people just don't realize um, is possible. So we'll, we'll share that as well. All right. All right, let's do it. Tia, what are you doing here? Tia, Tia's in the earlier phase of yeah. it, so I'm going to let her tell us Our first. phases are longer well, than your phase is. it's because you have more fun. <laughs> you re- you reserve more time yes, for that is leisure. True. That is true. We um, are just purging. Like, yeah. All that, like we talked about, home shrapnel. Mm, just all the things. I mean, I have just gotten rid of so many things. And, like, we just have packed up a lot. Yeah. Um, because we're having our house professionally painted, at least part of it. We need to have it packed like, up. Like, kind of bare. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm really sentimental, and so we have a lot of just stuff. Um, stuffy stuff. stuff and we... I have a lot of things I've inherited, which yeah. I'm very lucky to have been gifted these things, but, like, they're breakable. And, yeah. you know, when I'm packing them up and thinking, oh, do I really want to keep this stuff? But I can't, I don't, there's certain things I don't want to purge because I'm purging. No, I You know what I mean? And I think sometimes yeah. I get excited and I'm like, I don't need it, don't need it, don't need it, don't yeah. need it. Um, especially because I purge so rarely yeah. that when I get to go and watch out. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we're doing a lot of that. Boxing stuff up. We have a storage unit. Um, we also just actually inherited a bunch of furniture from my grandmother who passed away. So we have like, yeah. storage unit is like <laughs> to the gills. Is it full? It's pretty Pretty part near full, part near full. <laughs> so we're just like putting boxes in and stuff like that, and um, you know, just trying to get the you're, stuff out. Yeah, no, you're just. I mean, we we did more of that in our last house yeah. because there, when you when you have a house that has less like closets or just less storage, mm-hmm. you kind of do have to strip it down. Um, more than we're having to do this time around. Right. Like, we didn't have as many, for lack of a better way of putting it, like, hiding spaces. Oh, for sure. For stuff. And so, and that that is an obstacle to selling that you want that you want to alleviate, and yep. like, as best you can beforehand. Sorry, my phone is buzzing. Mm. It's okay. Mm. You're out. Yep. Usually okay. it's me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm on airplane mode, if Ooh, the listeners are curious. My mad. <laughs> anyway... 
So um, it's yeah, it's purging, um, purging, selling, which we can. I will. Yeah. We'll make sure it's in the show notes of how to purge and yep, sell yep. because we did a whole podcast whole on it. Podcast. And it's really good info, and it's still really you know, mm-hmm. it's still good um, for right now. And um, we're also like touching up paint, and I mean, my people, the Delo tornado is hard on a house. Yeah. In ways Tasha can't even imagine. No. I mean, where people have kicked their shoes off over and over. There's yeah. spots on the walls. There's, yeah. My child traced her hand when she was tiny with a pencil all over my dining room wall, which you can only see from a certain angle. I definitely have never seen that. Things like I that. I believe you, just, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a spot where Van wrote his name on the wall. Just... I mean, because why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Handwriting practice. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're scholarly at our house. Just things like that. So we just really need to touch up paint, paint rooms that are sort of um, less neutral colors. We have a few of those and just sort of bring our house to feel fresh. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. I think that one of the things that I read or learned somewhere along the way is you want to, to the extent possible, empty your closets and cabinets, or as someone people would call them cupboards, by 50%. Like you really want, I mean, here's the thing. Most of us live, certainly in our last house we did, I mean, our we didn't have much closet space, so they were full. Girl, my closet. They were real full. It's a but you don't want to give the impression to buyers that there's a lack of storage. And when things are crammed full, For sure. it's not, and it's not that you're trying to hide anything. It's that you don't want it to be at the forefront of their mind. Mm-hmm. Because if it's at the forefront of their mind, it's going to, I like to think of the buyer's brain as um, kind of being wide open and then little orange cones popping up as obstacles. And storage is, I mean, especially here in Merca, yeah. it's a really big deal. And so the, the more space you can show in your closets and cabinets, the better. Um, and there, let's be honest, are you having this experience? Like as you're packing things up, the, the things, there's a surprising number of things even when you feel like you're living in a pretty pared down life, there's still a fair number of things that you, if you ask yourself, can I live without this for the next two months? The answer is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure can. And then I say, hey, can I live without this forever? Yes. <laughs> that's a and sometimes, and a lot of the answer is yes. Yeah. So that's the stuff that's been purged. That is um, the perfect way to think about yeah, it. Yeah. So we've definitely gotten rid of and sold a bunch of stuff. And we'll have more, but um, I keep trying to pack up a lot and Anthony keeps saying hey hey we're not moving hey, yet hey, we're just zippy. we're just purging but to your point that's I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up next time I'm, you gave me a little ammo in a discussion oh, because oh I keep trying like I was trying to purge I purged mugs yeah and we have this whole set of glasses we actually you have the same glasses we do yeah but my people don't really use glasses because we break glasses we're a, we're a plastic <laughs> cup kind of fam we use china but we also need we need plastic so we cups. just i find this whole thing fascinating yeah, yeah. so i like a plastic cup <laughs> okay sure. and i never use a glass because i could crush it with my bare hand at any moment <laughs> i can knock it off anything could happen <laughs> So, we have a whole set of glasses that need to go. And he's like, dude, why are you worrying about that kind of stuff when we're, trying to pur- when we're trying to purge, like, the visible stuff? But I'm going to say, oh. hey, my good friend Tasha told me, get those glasses out of here. Oh. 
Losers. I mean, I really think that, I mean, everyone opens closets without question. I would venture to say 75% open kitchen cabinets and drawers. And so the more... The more space they see when they open them, the better. So I would actually say it's as important as the visible stuff. Thank you. I mean, I will bring that up in our next heated discussion. Tasha said, "Yeah, he's gonna love that." I'm, oh, I'm sure. He's yeah, he loves love it that. when I say, "Well, Tasha planned." <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's and then the just the paint touch up. Yeah, and the painting. Paint touch up is. Oh, listen. I mean, we. I feel like. We've painted everything in this house fairly recently, but the amount of touch-up painting I did was not small. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so we are in a different situation this time. We have plenty of hiding spots in this house. We have an attic. We have a a decent amount of attic eve storage. So we're not... We are still purging Uh now. You're a good purger, too. You purge as you go much better than I do. We do. We purge periodically, but I have said to Joe... If we do not actively use it or love it, I am not moving it. The This is the first and probably only time in our lives that we will be in a position to close on our new house without mm-hmm. having to close on this house. And so we have some, like we're attempting to leave at least two to three weeks between the dates mm-hmm. so that we can get some painting and things done at the new house um, and also almost kind of move in phases where we don't like in the past we've always had to do it in one day we've been exiting one house and getting in a new house in one day and it is real hard it's we've done it with every other house before this one um but what that has meant in the past is that we did not have the luxury of really taking our time to purge Mm -hmm. we just didn't we literally did not have time it was like throw it in a box (laughs) just so we got so there are things in our current attic, I'm embarrassed to say, that were never unpacked from the last house. We have stuff like that. We've been in our house 10 years. Yeah, we've been here almost eight. And so I said, can we just take those to the dump? And he's like, well, no, we got to go through them. I'm like, but we we don't even know what's in them. We clearly don't care. We haven't needed them in eight years. My view is dump it. He And I, I mean, I get it. I think there's it's probably wise to at least go through it. But I, if it were up, if I were left right. to my own devices, I wouldn't even open it to see what was in it. Because if I don't know what's in it, I'm never going to miss it. <laughs> I just threw away my art supplies from my college art classes. Oh, wow. And then he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, it's been, it wasn't packed away. It just oh. was like a Ziploc bag that I just had. That's awesome. And he was like, oh my God, oh this my is a gosh. new low for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to purge, but it's this time it's more about just not wanting to move it. It's less about having to get it out of the way mm-hmm. for, for uh, buyers. I will tell you this. You know, a lot of experts out there will tell you to take down all family photos. I didn't take a single family photo down. And I'm not. And I, I mean, look, if somebody can't look past our family photos... They're probably not gonna love this house the way we like. It's I want yeah, to I think that's family crazy. home. I think it's I think it's weird advice. I think that if it's um, there is some wisdom to like if you have a chaotic photo display, yeah, maybe pare it down or unify the frames and some like there. I get it, but I think just a you know bold statement like family photos have got to go. I I would disagree with that. 
So. I know they say it because they want people to be able to picture themselves in the home, but I still find it to be like psychological mumbo jumbo. I feel like it's a little <laughs> over the top. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's like how we were talking about staging. Yeah. There's there's a there's spectrum. staging and then yeah. there's staging. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. What I do not approve of is a virtual staging. I think it is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Oh, I think it's so weird and it's real obvious. I'm like, who who are they fooling? They basically Nobody. take an empty room and a picture and they Photoshop furniture in it and it looks like furniture has been Photoshopped into yeah. it. And I get it. I, I guess they're trying to show how a certain room might be used and maybe some buyers really do need like that visual. Like, oh, a dining room table would go here. Well, you know, they do say that homes that have furniture in them sell better, which makes yeah. sense. You know. I do get it, especially if you have, like, in our current house, our family room is long and narrow. It's a big room, big. but it's, it's, a, it's a rectangle, which is a challenge. And that is one of those rooms where I can see that it being empty mm-hmm. and photographed empty would be very perplexing. To and daunting. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It, it's hard, I think, at least for my brain, to know what furniture would fit in a room. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I, you know, so until I'm like jamming things in there, I don't actually. Uh, well, that's probably why they do it. I don't know. Yeah. I have a good sense of space. So I don't have a good sense. I have a good, I can visualize. Yeah. But what I'm visualizing could be like totally off. No, I'm you. And in fact, I have a weird ability to level things with oh, the naked good. eye. Yeah. And, and like. I don't know. I don't often like measure things, and Joe will think I'm way off, and then I'll get it like within a quarter inch. And I'm You're like, like, bam, boom. That's right. It's a gift. I don't yep. know. I am directionally challenged, but spatially, I am a, I am a master. <laughs> um, okay, so we don't have as much purging to do this time around, at least not for selling purposes. But what we did, you're gonna love this. This is such a, a gruso thing to do. We made a punch list. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Much like you would you make if you're, like, moving in a new construction and mm-hmm. you do your final walkthrough. We literally walked through every room in the house. Now, Joseph wanted to put sticky notes in each room, which I do think is a really smart idea. But I was like, I think we're just good with the list. But he wanted to basically put a post-it note in each room and jot every single thing that needed to be done down on the post-it so that, I don't know, that was, but we, in the end, <laughs> I think that is a great idea. Uh, in the end, though, we wound up just on a piece of note paper. We literally made a list, and we systematically worked it through it. So we walked through the house. Um, we looked at areas of paint that needed to be touched up. As you know, if you follow me on Instagram, oh, we had one interior door that was still taunting us that had not <laughs> been painted navy blue. We are looking at the door right now. It's the door to our attic that got painted. Um, the master bathroom was a more involved project. We can link you to that in the show notes, but it me, I mean, we had not done a single Mm -hmm. thing to the master bathroom since we had moved in and it it needed, um, for buyers to look at it favorably, even like there, no one's going to leave that bathroom, but I wanted to get it to a point where a buyer would look at it and say, this needs a full renovation. Mm -hmm. But we could live with it like this for several years first. I mean, you lived with it like that for how many years? We did for many years. years. Now, I think the reason we didn't have nearly as much objection to it as we might have is because it was the first bathroom 
that two of us could be in at the same right. time. Like, we've been used to such small, yes. tiny bathrooms that we were like, oh my, we can both brush our teeth at the same time. We were just grateful. <laughs> we were grateful for the space. So, um, but the master bathroom, I knew if we couldn't do something in there, that was going to be a huge obstacle for people. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to not necessarily eliminate it, but make it a much smaller obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things like the laundry room, it was just, I mean, surfaces, even in, even with my family, Tia, painted surfaces get scuffed and bummed. Those sweet and... baby angels don't scuff anything, please. <laughs> well, maybe it's been Joe and I scuffing up the laundry room. I'll believe that for I believe those um, sweet girls. But we needed to do that. Now, I will also tell you, I think there's an equal list, like if we had written these down, there would have been a list almost equally long of things that I was like, we are not doing that. So this is our problem okay. at our house. Yeah. The things Anthony thinks are necessary versus no. what I, where I feel like we should be putting our energy yeah. are vastly different. And he's obsessed, the basement, which uh-huh. I've discussed in another episode, he's obsessed with our basement <laughs> and he's obsessed with landscaping. No. And while I feel like landscaping can be important because you want your house to look pretty. You want people to walk in. You don't yeah. want people to be like, oh my God, what is happening here? Yeah. Our landscaping is not. It's in keeping with the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. So Could it be better? Absolutely. Like if is you were, it if you were an no. outlier, yeah. do something. But it's in keeping with the neighborhood. I totally agree. And like, he is no. like, well, I've got to, tr- you know, get in here and trim all these bushes back. And I'm like, that's last on the list, bro. If it makes you Pack feel a box. any better, after I took photos of the house to mm-hmm. list it, he's looking at said photos and it's like, I just really want to trim this branch. And, the, and I was like, no, no, no one but you. No, literally, I didn't even look at it. I was like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. But so there were a few things that I had to rain, like rein him in mm-hmm. on, and that was one of them. They're very detail-oriented people, they though, are. and I think that is that would it, that can hurt you rather than help you in one of these situations. Yeah, you got to look at the big picture. Big picture. So the other day we were. This was the day before we finally listed it, and he was screw. Y'all, we're we're clean people. I mean, we're just the cleanest I've ever been around. He was scrubbing baseboards, Uh-oh. and I was like, "No! First of all, those baseboards are clean, right? <laughs> Secondly, you're still living in the house. We're not scrubbing baseboards for people. We're not. Let me rephrase. We're not scrubbing already clean baseboards to sell our house. Mm-hmm. It looks no different now than before you scrubbed. I feel like part of that's nervous energy. Too. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I no, I get it. I get it. It's just we did um, mulch. We, yeah, we did which we did mulch, this year. Then you're good. That. Like, I do think there are some... Oh, and we did... We have, like, these planter beds right by our front door. But because we never use our front door, we've never planted anything there. But we knew realtors would be bringing clients to the front door. That's where we put our lock Absolutely. box. So we did finally plant some things sure. there. That was easy, low cost, made a big difference. Um, we updated our um, front porch furniture. Oh. I, I mean, you know, I just got like a new table and a really cute ottoman. Yeah. But like he wants to repaint the chairs. No, Anthony. And I'm like, bro, him? No. No. <laughs> if you have, if you want to like stick the kids out there with a paintbrush sure. and all that. We had them pressure washed. Oh, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. Maybe no. giving them a little extra scrubby. 
but I'm not repainting these. Like, yeah, it's just, no. It's the details. It is. And it getting is. lost in the details versus the... Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to look at your house the way someone coming in would look at it. Exactly. They're, they want... Are they looking at the baseboards? No. 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 They're not. But once we looked at a house and there was food in the sink like that mm-hmm. hadn't gone out of disposal and I was like what in the, what is happening here mm-hmm. there are eggshells and so that is like something people are going to see because they're going to look at well, your that's, yes like you want to give mm-hmm. the impression of good overall cleanliness yes but that doesn't extend to if your baseboards are dirty right but if they're visibly clean mm-hmm. they're good Um, so I would say those were the major things. I totally agree that you have to pretend, pretend like you were walking into your house for the very first time. You, you might notice some of the details in an older host, like, oh, this has amazing molding, but you're probably not going to be carefully examining the condition of dust on the, the baseboard. Right. I'm just saying. Um, there was something else that, that made me think of that I feel like Anthony wanted to do in your house. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, Joe's the same way. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. There were also certain things that as Joe and I made the list, I, there were a few things that I was like, that's crazy. We don't need to do that. And he just, he couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was with the laundry room. So I get it. Like everyone needs their, their space to do what they feel like they need to do to the house. But there were a few things that I said, I agree that that's a great idea to do before we sell, but it doesn't absolutely have to happen before the first person walks through the door. Right. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. Like, yeah, there are certain things that you're going to want to do before you actually list it because chances are, I mean, as it happened with us, I feel like within three hours, we had three scheduled showings. It was bananas. Yeah. So... But there are, there are some things on the list that you can do after people actually mm-hmm. start looking at your house. Sure. So you can also kind of break them down that way. Um, okay, so I have been getting questions about whether we are listed with a realtor or whether we are selling by owner. Once again, we are selling by owner. We've had very good luck doing it. And here is a tip that it seems like not a lot of people know. So one of the benefits... there. Listen, let me be clear. Realtors are absolutely worth it, I think, for the vast majority of people. Um, I think that, you know, they just, they are. But Joe and I are weird nerds. And we, even the eight years we've lived here, we've kept a close pulse on the real estate immediately around us. And so we felt like we had a pretty good understanding of how it would need to be priced. We also paid for an independent appraisal. And for us, because I don't feel like we need someone to come in and tell us what we need to do to make it marketable, I just feel like we've always kind of gotten that part right, we decided we would rather just try to sell it by ourselves. But one of the biggest things that a realtor brings to the table is the MLS listing. And the MLS listing is what then by extension gets you onto Realtor.com and Zillow. You know, all of those, Redfin is another one, right? All of those pull their information from the MLS, which is like multiple listing service. Well, fun fact, you can purchase a an MLS listing. And I think we paid $295 for ours, $295, that, which was the most expensive one that got like the maximum number of photos you can upload and some mm. other things. 
the what I think a lot of people don't a lot of people don't even know that that option exists. Um, if you Google flat fee MLS listing, that is there are tons of different services that offer it. it that offer it. Blah, 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 <laughs> offer it. Blah, blah, that offer it. Um, <clears throat> the one we used, I think, it's called List with Freedom. The one thing to keep in mind is that you do sign a broker agreement with them. So you pay for the flat fee. Flat fee. Why is that so hard to say? The tongue twister. It is. (laughs) The flat fee MLS, you pay a fee up front. And then the way it works is that if the person. I'm on the struggle bus. If the person purchasing from you uses a realtor, their realtor. Like, we have always said broker protected up to 3%. Okay, so with the 3%, which is very, very common, um, with that configuration, what it means under our agreement with the broker who has listed our house is that they will get 0.1% and that the buyer's agent would get 2.9%. So they get a tiny Mm -hmm. little percentage of the 3%. So they get the $295 if we were to sell to somebody without a realtor, they would get nothing additional. But if somebody has a realtor, that realtor would take only 2.9% and the listing broker gets 0.1%. But it's a great option if you feel like you have a good understanding of price, you get an appraisal or at least a market analysis, and so you don't need somebody's input for that, and you feel pretty good about you know, how your house will show to potential buyers, It's something to really keep in mind. One of the things that we added on this time, it was like an additional $59, is um, that got us set up to use an app called Showing Time. I think that's, I'm looking right now, literally on my phone. Uh, Yeah, I think it's called Showing Time, which is apparently what realtors use. It's how you Mm. schedule appointments. It also uh, enables realtors to get... It also enables realtors to give feedback like directly in the app. Um, And so that is nice because when somebody requests a showing, we get a text message and then we just have to click a button to confirm. So I think a lot of people feel like the logistics of selling a house on their own Mm -hmm. is going to be really hard or they're going to be at a disadvantage because they can't get an MLS listing. But um, you can kind of, you can, you can do all of it. You can do all of those things. So I guess my question, we've never done a for sale by Mm -hmm. owner. We've always used a realtor. What, um, how does the contract part work? Well, you have to be comfortable drawing up your own contract. Which, I mean, Well, I say that. I mean, most states, so we're in the, we're in the great state of North Carolina. There are forms that have been approved by the North Carolina State Bar. And Mm -hmm. those are the forms that everyone uses. Okay. Um, so they're fill in the blank forms. But since, as a seller, it's going to be the buyer preparing the offer to purchase. Right. Now, you you do have to have a certain comfort level with understanding that stuff. Um, but, you know, I wasn't a transactional attorney, but I'm comfortable enough. Right. Um, that, yeah, as long as you're comfortable with that, it's pretty easy. At least in our state. Now, if for some reason you're in a state that doesn't have you know, state bar approved forms right. that everyone uses, it would definitely be That trickier. makes sense. I didn't even think but about that. But here it's yeah. not, it's fine. 
It's fine. Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Um, at least for us. But that's something to consider. Uh, and if you don't want to juggle appointments at all, then you need a realtor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this this app has been super helpful. And we did purchase a like $30 lockbox because we couldn't find our old one. <laughs> and it's on You'll the find front. it when you pack up. Yeah. Well, exactly. We'll find it when we're purging. Um, so we have that and what I do basically is within this app, I confirm an appointment and then the day of the appointment within the app, you can literally click on the realtor's name and you click contact and click text and it pulls it up in your text. And I say, hi, so-and-so, you know, I know you're showing our property at this address at this time. The lockbox code is blah, blah, blah. The lockbox is on the front door. Boom. That's it. Right. So it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. I think it's worth a shot for anyone who's thinking it, especially if your obstacle or you thought the big downside was that you don't get an MLS listing, that is easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more palatable to pay $295 for a listing than, you know, ten to $15,000 in realtor fees, mm-hmm. if, if it makes sense for you. So Right. That's it. I think that's all I wanted to say about that. There's just a lot of pro tips in there. Well, I mean, you know, I have, a pro. I have the Ikea pro tips. I have That's right. <laughs> All the pro tips. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. If you want to touch base um, with me anytime, the easiest place to do that is on the old Instagram. I am at Tasha.Kaleidoscope. I am pretty darn good about uh, responding to DMs and comments over there. You can also reach out to us on Facebook. Um, there we are just Kaleidoscope Living. And we do have a YouTube channel if, you ever, if you're more of a visual person. Um, also, as I mentioned during most episodes, if you want to be a VIP of our community for free, you can subscribe by going to kaleidoscopeliving.com slash subscribe. You get all kinds of free stuff, including free decorating guides that help you overcome, I would say, the most common hurdles in interior decorating. And you get a ton of free printable art that I have designed myself, and it's all in one convenient library for you. So again, you can just go to kaleidoscopeliving.com slash subscribe if you're interested. And we would love for you to tell us what you are doing while you are listening. So if you follow us on Instagram, you can pop in there and tag um, at Tasha.Kaleidoscope and show us what you're doing when you're listening. It's the best. Yeah, I love it. The so best. funny. I love it when I get, I, my favorite ones are when we get tagged and people are listening while they're doing something near their house. Yeah. Because that's one of the times I listen to podcasts. For sure. When T and I did her whole kitchen makeover, we listened, we hit some podcasts yeah. pretty hard. A little My Favorite Murder. Right. I was amazing. <laughs> and then, um, also if you could leave us a review. Yeah, I really appreciate that. We would, unless you think it's terrible, and then you can just don't do it. Just skip that. Use your time for something more important. (laughs) And if you want to tell us something or make us laugh, ask us a question, or really anything else you need from us, you can always contact us by email at podcast (laughs) at kaleidoscopeliving.com. That will never be hard. That will never not be hard for me. I feel like I'm going to laugh every time. And I'm fine until you laugh. And then I'm like. Podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. And here's a fun fact. Here's an insider fact. Those emails go to Tia. They do. So if you have anything bad to say about me. It's perfect. It's perfectly safe. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Have a good day. Bye.